Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. That team sure did suck last night. They just plain sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Steve Rosenblum. There was a keg stand I lost to an 81-year-old lady. She got off the <laughs> dance floor, and then, and, but I was, it was really close. Mark Grody. I've been waiting to get a hold of this guy for years. Yeah, like they're, like Channel 2 News is out there interviewing people. Yeah, I've been talking to my wife about getting Steve. He wants to connect my dots and more to my plate. I'm going to dunk his ass. They suck, so you don't have to. Can't you morons do anything right? Founding members of the WB Club. Smoke weed every day. The three words that describe this show, and I quote. Stink, stank, stunk. It's Saturday Suckage on the score. We should be 670 WSUK. Good morning, welcome in. Saturday, suckage like it ought to be. Chicago Sports Radio 670, the score. We will begin with our traditional suckage roll call. Don Cooper. If I think something sucks, I'll tell you it sucks. Grobber. It sucks and it freebases. Mike Tomlin. Uh, Sucking. Jake Arietta. This sucks, really, it does. Brian Cashman. I also know that we suck right now. Albert Almora. Damn, Willie, man. Like, do we suck? Chris Rock. I suck so bad he used to pick me after the white kids. Pat Fitzgerald. Sometimes you got to embrace the suck. Eloy Jimenez. Oh, my God, this sucks. <laughs> that was Toby. All right, we did Toby. <laughs> How about random Bears fan? And the newest addition to our suck roll call, Steph Curry. We suck tonight. We'll get better tomorrow. Just a rough night. So uh, no real explanation, really. Just got uh, got beaten every facet of the game. Mark Grody. Bueller. Bueller. How about Mike Esposito? Here, sir. Good morning. <laughs> Here it <he> goes. <laughs> how are you, my friend? All right, Espo. How are you? Doing great. Glad to be here. Uh, filling in for uh, our friend Mark uh, and uh, filling in, I guess, technically for myself. So it's all good. Right. Uh, Espo's in for Grody, who is in for Espo, who is in for Spiegel, who is in for Jordan Burnfield, who, well, anyways, a lot of... <laughs> You You're all for Brian Peruk, right? Yeah, Brian, the, yeah. all traces back to Brian Peruk and the chat champ, Dave Baum. Okay, as long as you're here, studs, Trash Panda's with us, Espo, and it's, that's yes. not often the case. That needs to be the case every week. He needs to be here. We'll have a discussion about that later. But his goal is to have the entire first segment of nothing but a roll call, <laughs> right? Trash Panda, that's what you want? That's my dream. That's I want to fill 20 minutes of roll call. We could even do 15 and stay on the clock the way they want us well, to. Well, yeah, you know. But we well, never do. Well, we never do. Yeah. So I think we should do this. Like the big boy shows, 
we should crowdsource this. We should ask our Saturday Suckage listeners, all of our Wake and Bake Club members, if they can get through the fog. And we should ask them if they hear any of their, anybody, use the word suck, invoke the word suck, say Mm -hmm. it, and we could trace the audio. We could make this roll call last the entire segment, and then nobody would have to hear us. Is that the idea? Well, I think we, that is a fantastic idea. We already have some some people on board. Like Tanny's on board. He always he he pointed out who did he point? Out? I think he, he pointed, pointed out, out e- Aloy Jimenez, the one you didn't play yeah, today. Hey, <laughs> you guys not gonna make anyway. You guys are suck. Yeah. Me, when when I got traded the next day, oh, welcome to the suck team. <laughs> okay, that's Tanny, but we have. We have many uh, many suckageers out there listening to us on Chicago Sports Radio 670, The Score. And again, like I said, members of the Wake and Bay Club. I think they could help us. Now, how could they get in touch with you since you're the nexus of this, Trash Panda? Should I just uh, go I to your s- Twitter? I would say, yeah, just hit me up on Twitter, which is at Trisler Studs. Can you explain the Trisler part? It's my middle name, man. Yeah. Trisler. Trisler. Huh? Yeah. Okay, is so, that a family name that yeah, date, dates back to many trash panda shootings? I, no, <laughs> it's from my. I, I'm not sure exact the exact relation that I had to this person, but it was someone on my mom's side. Sweet who, Alice. Yes. So someone on my mom's side, on the Stigger side of the family, who. Oh, it was. I think their first name was Trisler, and it was so it's either a distant cousin or a distant uncle on my mom's side. Like like two generations ago, okay. I think. All right, I, I, and he like he I think he was born in the eighteen hundreds. It was pretty while back. But and, and I've seen on the like we actually have the the Stigger family is much more organized than the Stasinski side where we, they actually have a book of like the family lineage. And so I've seen on the family tree, if you will, where this person is. I just forget where what the relation was. And then on your dad's side, it's sort of like a, a family tent. Well, That's yeah, as far you know, back there's, as there's, they yeah, we know, we know my, I know my great grandpa was, came to America from Poland. So my grandpa was born in America. His sister was born in Poland, though. But I, after that, none of us are really sure where it goes. <laughs> okay, so it's at Central Trisler's, Illinois, obviously. At, well, right? yeah, there yeah, you go. Right. And <laughs> at Trisler Studs, though, it's TR. T-R-I-S-L-E-R-S-T-U-D-Z. So, and my DMs are open. You can hit me up if you find something. We ask all suckageers to go to that site. If you hear anything, like Steph Curry. I heard Steph Curry this week. I said, we need to get that. We need to add mm-hmm. to our suckage roll call. So the suckageers listening to us and the Wake and Bake Club members, we request that you join us and we can we can achieve Trisler Studs' goal of an entire first segment of a roll call. In the meantime, we do have a roll call with Mike Mike Esposito. Espo, how are you today? Everything is great, my friend. Glad to be here for Grody and uh, ready to suck for the next uh, two hours and 50 minutes. And uh, and listen, I know this listener line, this listener uh, tap, tapping the suckage ears to, to help us here. I know this works, and I actually know this from Tanny because... People send him 83 tip-offs all the time. Still? Right? So, so, oh, absolutely. It's been three years. <laughs> Any great. random 83 thing gets sent to Tanny. That's that's how this works. Okay. Well, we re- we we request help of – we've not really asked our fellow suckageers this, so we're crowdsourcing this, and we, we'll see what happens. Uh, we will begin the day – this will be a day of discussing the um, – Four horses' asses of the bear apocalypse. <laughs> it will go back to last January at times, and we'll go all the way through. But I think we need to start with George and Ted as we discuss the four horses' asses of the bear apocalypse. And I saw this, and I made a connection. Again, the collaboration. Yeah, collaboration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there is a tweet from Mike Judge. You know who Mike Judge is, don't you? Of course, yes. He said... Because you have to wonder if there's a bear's omen in this. He tweeted this week that Beavis and Butthead will be returning this year with a brand new movie and more on Paramount+. <laughs> Plus. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. So, here's, and this is like so perfect. 
I think it'll star George and Ted. And the first episode will be the Olin Krutz story, the Olin Krutz <laughs> salary story. And if you missed it, I don't know how you missed it. Crack. Hell yeah. Olin Krutz was on the score yesterday, this very radio station. He was on with Parkins and Spiegel. And the most unbelievable thing happened. You really have to find the video to go with the audio as you watch Spiegel's head plop into his hands. It's a stunning interview. And if you had a bucket list that needed to be checked for bears cheap and stupid, this will do it. Here is a bit of that piece of Olin Krutz on Parkinson Spiegel yesterday. What would happen if they did put together a little players advisory council and they asked you, Olin Krutz, to come into the building and work with Ryan Pace and help? Uh, would you do that? What would you say to him? I'd ask you if they're, if they're talking about for free, right? Are you talking about for free? Because the last time they offered me a job, uh, they offered me $15 an hour. Um, so that wasn't enough. So I wouldn't come in there and help them work because nothing is for free. All of us have worked hard at uh, gaining all this information, all this knowledge, training players on the side, helping players develop uh, in uh, their careers right now. We ha- I help them develop in football, uh, learn about training them, learn about helping them uh, you know, advance their career. So it would just be what are you asking me to do because I'm not going to just come in there, uh, give you information so you can say I gave you information, but you're not going to listen anyway. So uh, it, it would depend on what they're actually asking you to do. Whether it be me, whether it be Patrick Manley, whether it be Brian Erlacher, uh, whether it be, you know, Jimbo Colvert, uh, all of these guys have knowledge, but the Chicago Bears have to be serious. And the only way you show you're serious is you have to pay for the knowledge that you're asking for. They didn't really offer you a job for $15 an hour, did they? I wouldn't, I wouldn't make that up, Danny. Yes, they did. That's the way they do business. What? Those are the things that have to change, right? Those, this is what we're talking about, right? What? Harry Heastan came in. Harry Heastan just got hired by Notre Dame. Harry wanted me to come in there and help uh, uh, with the offensive line development, help coach offensive line. Uh, I would only be there player hours was my understanding. Uh, they offered me $15 an hour to come in there as like an independent contractor. That is exactly what they did. In, so what is this, like 2016, 2017? Oh, 2018, right? Harry Heastan was hired in 2018. He was 18. fired after 2019 oh, season. God. Uh, Coach Nagy brought uh, him in from Notre Dame. If you guys remember, uh, he was one of the highest sought-after offensive line coaches uh, in the world at that time. Uh, the Bears got him here. He wanted to bring in uh, me and Donovan Raiola. Now Donovan Raiola is the uh, offensive line coach at Nebraska. He left. Nebraska hired him, but uh, that was his idea. Uh, that was what they offered me. I saw Ryan Pace at camp in 2019, and he made a joke about it. He said, well, I guess we could have done a little better than that. Howell. And the answer is yes, you could have. Olin Krutz, Collaboration. Olin Krutz collaborating with Parkins and Spiegel. Holy cow. The Bears you- offered a a guy who should be in the Hall of Fame. Offered, I you know what, arguably the best center in their history. One of the smartest people you've ever, one, one of the, the most Important kind of team captains. He represented what it was. Whatever Erlacher was on defense, he was on offense. And the way that locker room ran and as professional and focused. And the Bears, who don't know anything about football and don't care, offered him $15 an hour to consult on offensive linemen, something they still haven't fixed. I mean, guys, that's how much I got paid an hour to check IDs at a bar in Wrigleyville this year, last year. You like, you would so make you more. Paid, you got paid you more and, there and so than I made, here, and yeah. I got tipped out at the end of the night. So I was yes, I, I, I was making more at a, at a bar in Wrigleyville than Owen Krutz would have been working for the Bears. Right. My my first thought of that was, would you like fries with this, sir? And it's like, wait a second. You're exactly your Hall of Fame material, Bears legend, undoubted offensive captain of that uh, era of Bears teams under Lovey Smith uh, when, uh, you know, the Bears were contenders and, and Olin was always that leader. And you're going to say to him, hey, we could use some offensive line help. Would you come in here and listen? I understand the whole independent contractor thing, but you might want to tick your dollars up just a little bit there, Bears. And well, here's the like. Like you guys are talking about here, 
if you were to make a list of best Bears players in the last 20 years, hell, maybe even last 30 years, how far would you get down the list before you hit Owen Krutz? Would you get to five? I don't know if you'd get past five. You certainly wouldn't get to ten. Not on offense. Maybe Matt Forte and and Olin. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Offensively, it's Forte and, and Olin. And then maybe, you know, there's a couple other guys you can get in, get into at that point. But well, like, you gotta count Hester, but that's not offense. That's oh, special yeah. teams. Right. Like if you're like you would go like certainly Erlacher would probably be the first on the list. And then Peanut. and then yeah, Hester, Briggs would be in there. Forte and then Olin. Like, can you think of anyone else that would like seriously, so it's like maybe top five player. Well, we know least. thanks to Musin Muhammad, it's where receivers go to die. Well, so that's yeah. not an issue. I mean, Brandon Marshall. Nope. Was, Brandon Marshall had some good years, but uh, yeah, no, but, he yeah, had like, some good months. The point is, the point I'm trying He's to make here is got to factor in yeah, longevity. Yeah, this is one of your post 1985 best players in the history of the franchise, and even including 85. Still one of the greatest players in the history of the organization, and you're and that's the offer you make to him. Like I don't care if that's like industry standard for consultants at the NFL entry level. This is Owen Krutz. This isn't just some random guy off the street that you're hiring out of a high school. This is the I I I, I am I'm having trouble phrasing this. I don't know whether it should be because I don't know where the offer came from, but I don't know whether it should be called the Bears, the arrogance of their ignorance or the ignorance of their arrogance. Both elements are involved here. They don't think they need anybody. They, they or they or they're going to pick the you know early Ernie Acorsi or some random person with a woodland creature on his head. They're they're they have zero institutional knowledge of the NFL, and right in front of them, a man they watched play, a man they watched dominate, one of the. The meanest, toughest, one of the guys who represents what the Bears should be, right? It's not yep. just, it, one of the reasons he was that respected is because of the way he played. He was he was feared. He was a, a defensive lineman, a defensive end. He was, he was a guy who would, he had, he protected the quarterback with the ferocity and the anger of a guy aimed at sacking the quarterback. He was that, he was an... A, a linebacker, a lineman from the 85 Bears on offense. And this is a guy you say, and a texter notes, you, here's your 15 bucks. As an independent contractor with everything involved, you collect $7.50. And texter also points out, forgot Peanut Tillman. He's very high on that list as well. So, oh, I, but anyway, yeah. Definitely. Who made, no, who they, made that decision? Espo, what do you think? Who made that decision? I, I can't imagine the discussion that would have been, hey, you know what, let's get some some of our uh, you know former players that we'd like to come in and counsel the players and offering them. I mean, these guys are used to making, and I'm not saying you have to put them on you know, for millions of dollars, but as Olin said, just think about this from, from the player's perspective. Think about it from the respect perspective and, and you know how you're feeling about being offered $15 an hour. But also think about this. They're asking him, he said, player hours. Well, that's a lot of hours. You know, 15 bucks an hour, and I've worked enough jobs uh, trying to get into this crazy industry uh, and in this crazy industry uh, uh, where, where exactly what Stud says, you know, bar pay is often better than this. You know, you work 12 hours, you know, you're, you're still looking at way less than, you know, 200 bucks there. You're, you're about 100 bucks probably after take home and then tip out maybe. But for what you're talking about with Olin, I mean, that's like, you know, you want him to be there all day, but you're going to pay him 15 an hour times, you know, even if it's 12. I mean, it's still not even 150 bucks. I mean, to him, that's pocket change. I mean, why would he even do that? Well, he wouldn't. <laughs> and, and, he didn't. and he didn't. And he didn't. And no. what it does, what it does, the Bears obviously are shameless. They don't, they don't seem to recognize, they have a different view of who they are. Everybody else, I mean, they're treating everybody else. They treat Bears fans for stupid. Because they don't have any respect for them. They're not putting out their, not putting out a product. And this starts with Virginia. Because your chairman have been the, the, you know, the winners of the lucky sperm contest. That's who they have. They've, they've been offspring. Not anybody who knows anything about building a winning football team, overseeing a winning football organization. George McCaskey became CEO in 2011. Since then, he and Terrible Ted have gone 73 and 97 
with two playoff berths and zero wins. So, if you combine Espo, Trash Panda, me, mm-hmm. they have the same number of playoff victories as we do. <laughs> Matt yes. Nagy will be the hey, fourth you know head coach. You know what? My flag football team has been more successful in the playoffs than the Bears have. We have a championship since 2018. There you go. So, Nagy will be the fourth head coach The McCaskey will fire. Ryan Pace should be the third general manager he will fire. How do you stick around with that record? Remember what George said? Well, he'll judge things on progress. Remember last January, that embarrassing? That was when we got the four horses' asses of the beerpocalypse together. and they all Collaboration. Said, yeah. Hey, there you go. Collaborate. We're collaborated. They collaborated to a 6-10 and 10 record. Thank God there's an extra game. They can go 6-11. and 11. And, and you have decisions being made by a guy who was a member of the Lucky Sperm Club. And what is Ted Phillips' qualification to oversee a football organization? He was an accountant. He oversaw, he finally got the negotiations done to build the worst, the smallest stadium in the NFL. The smallest stadium in the biggest league in the world. Uh, again, the collaboration. The smallest stadium in the biggest <laughs> league in the world, and he's running your football organization. These are the guys making a decision on Hayden, Ryan Pace, and Matt Nagy, and maybe one of them made the decision on giving Olam Krutz a $15 an hour offer. When your business uh, and your and your business value only goes up, and you don't have to worry about it going down, you don't have to worry about things like what you're talking about. That's true. That's true. It's a no risk business. That's what the NFL is, and they treat Bears fans, former players, the way they treat Roger Goodell. You hear enough people talk, probably not on the record, but they treat Roger Goodell. Like a pool boy. I wanted to say something else, but right. I'm not sure I could say no. it. From <laughs> Don't say it. History of the World Part One. What Har- <laughs> Harvey Corbin was. Uh-huh. Harvey Corbin. Just, you know, use the Google machine and the YouTube uh, yeah. ist part of it. And um, it's it's not pool boy, but it begins with a P, and it's Harvey Corbin, and it's History of the World. <laughs> and that's the way they treat him. And then. When you got tipped out, studs, did you get tipped out? Did they throw the money in the urinal the way they did, Harvey Corman did in, in the history of the world? I, fortunately, I can, fortunately, I worked with some good bartenders. So, no, they would yes, just hand me cash. That's good. And, and I can tell you, as somebody who worked in the bar business 25 years ago when I was uh, you know, right out of college trying to get into this, and I would tend bar or whatever, whatever I would do would get tipped out. I made more at my bar job than I did at my radio and TV jobs at the time. Uh, but I was trying to break into the industry, right? So it was that's that's the just like that's now. the weird part of this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just like Somebody now. want a bartender or, right. or a DJ? I can do that for He's you. Assistant suckage. He's that's a, right. He's my guest Vizito, a suckageer sitting in for Grody. Grody will be here at one o'clock. Not here, but he will be on our airwaves. It's it's his show, and he'll be on this show, but he's not on this show right now while we're doing this show. Me Eventually. and Espo and Trash Panda are here. And at noon, I, I have to stop saying noon when we book Rick Camp. I have to say lunchtime. I think it's much more appropriate to, to have the, at, at our Bulls postgame host and co-founder of the I'm Fat podcast. He's on at lunchtime. It should always be lunchtime. And we have a food issue to discuss with him. There was a food item that was debuted in Houston at the uh, Toyota Arena or Toyota Center, whatever they call that thing down there where the Rockets play. So we will get his views on that. In the meantime, you can text us at 312-644-6767. That's the number. And that is... uh, that is the Tech Zone brought to you by Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin. Save time, shop online at rosenhyundai.com. That's also the phone number. Nobody calls it, but anyways, that's we do. We'll get it. We'll have the breaking phone call sounder. When we we take a break, when we come back, Espo, it was uh, there's a uh, he wasn't a Bears legend the way we've talked about. He's the son of a Bears legend, and he tweeted out something about what the Bears possibly 
could do, one of the rumors about Ryan Pace and what it would mean. And then I have an idea. And thank God we have a TV person on staff that we might be able to pull this thing together. We're really doing a lot of, you know, reaching out, networking, right? We're asking fellow suckageers, they come across any anyone. You know, it doesn't even have to be a sports figure saying the word suck. It could be some, you know, some politician, some embarrassed politician. I guess that's redundant. But Certainly we could, lots with yeah. the Chicago uh, teachers uh, and the Chicago public schools. I'm sure in some of those press conferences the word suck is used. That's has we could, to be. We could do that. Anyways, the son of a Bears legend had some thoughts on this, and then I have another idea that we could branch out, and we're just going to keep firing these things out until something hits or we get rid of this entire family running this football organization. I'm Steve Rosenblum. He's Mike Esposito, and over there is Trash Panda. We suck so you don't have to, and we are needed more than ever in football Chicago. Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. What did you say about collaboration? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's stupid and I hate it. That's her. That's her, Trash Panda. That's Layla Rahimi. She's the payoff on this. By the way, just looking this up, Forbes. By the way, <clears throat> that's Mike Esposito. I'm Steve Rosenblum. Espo's in for Grody, who's in for Espo, who's in for Matt Spiegel. Um, and Matt Spiegel is now with Danny Parkins, and they had Olin Krutz on. See how this this is like an Escher drawing. It just <laughs> turns back on itself. Uh, again, the collaboration. Uh, yeah, the collaboration of the Bears. in According to Forbes in... 2018, the Bears were worth $2.85 billion. And on Parkinson Spiegel yesterday, Olin Krut said the Bears in 2018 offered him $15 an hour to consult on offensive linemen. Again, in 2018, the Bears are worth $2.85 billion. And they offered Olin Krutz $15 an hour. To consult on offensive linemen. How many hours, I'm going to figure this out here. How many hours Owen would have had to work to hit $1 billion? 
I think he'd need several lifetimes. Yes. <laughs> I don't. Uh, Not even that. We'll take it down to a million. I think Olin's last contract with the Bears was like a two million dollars. So I we'll actually we'll, have this. I I have this. I have a calculator in my hand. It is do the math uh, for very, us. I've already done it. Fifteen dollars an hour uh, and a million dollars. You would need to work a very satanic sixty-six thousand six hundred and sixty-six point six six hours. Now divide that. D- that do me money. a favor. Divide that by three sixty-five. How many years? And this is working. So this <laughs> right 182.5 years. Jesus. <laughs> You'd have to be the knight in um in um did we the do last that right? crusade? You'd have to be the knight who gives the sword to Indiana Jones. Uh, I saw That's that recently. Right. I I love that cuz it's Sean Connery. You know, eh? I I love that and and he didn't know why he called him the guy didn't know why he called Junior. And what's your his name is Henry. What was it in Indiana? He found, and then the guy's laughing uproariously. The dog's name the, was Indiana. Yeah, that's right. I love that dog. <laughs> See, that's why we need Grody to do, to do Indiana shows. All right. Or Harrison Ford. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there you go. All right. The, it, it's just, again, 2018. Unlock me. Unlock me. Right. You were dumb enough to, stupid enough to bring my book with it, Junior. Okay. Jarrett Payton. Does that last name ring a bell in Chicago football? Football Chicago. Hello. Hello. So Jarrett Payton tweeted out, I talked to a former NFL head coach last night, and he said the Bears will have no chance of hiring any big-name head coach if Ryan Pace is the GM or president of football operations. And again, this is the backdrop of that the for all the collaboration we heard collaboration and, yeah and the the uh, the press conference the four horses asses of the the bear apocalypse and they're going to collaborate and be better and gooder and funner and they're 6 and 10 and Nagy's firing is a foregone conclusion but suddenly there's talk around the league Brad Biggs wrote it and there's been discussion on our airwaves that Ryan Pace could survive this. Ryan Pace, seven years, no playoff victories, pathetic personnel. He has been wrong on every quarterback, and there's a good chance he'll be wrong about Justin Fields. Given his history, he's more likely to be wrong about Justin Fields than he is likely to be right. And there's the threat that he could stick around because I guess he has good hair and good manners. He certainly is lousy at his job. <laughs> really? What what have they said about you know what? Espo, this is this is it struck me this week when you're talking about the possibility that Ryan Pace could be kept around because the the only thing I've heard in his favor, besides the good hair and the good manners, is And the good manners. Yeah. He got he got a football structure built, right? Wasn't they were talking about the improvement at Hallis Hall? that John Fox had railing about the lack of the the lack of available the lack of professionalism up there yep to compete at the highest level so then yep. if it happens that Ryan Pace Hayden Ryan Pace gets kept around it will be for interior decorating it will not yeah. be for anything related to making a football team a winner. I just love that you go to good hair and good manners first, because um, I, I think the record at this point speaks for itself. And I mean, they've they've admitted as much in some of their of their press conferences, right? I mean, you know, the the uh, the, the four the four horsemen of the apocalypse one from last year, and I know I, no, I didn't the four uh, say horses that asses of the apocalypse. Four, yes, exactly. That one. I mean, listen. When you tout a six-game losing streak and collaboration as reasons for bringing the band back together, then then we're all in trouble as a football fandom. I think so. I uh, I think that uh, that speaks right. I mean, George said it right. We'll we'll know what's coming, or we'll know by the results of this year, basically, right? I mean, he we all saw that press conference last year as like, all right, guys, you're on thin ice. This is as 
as close as we can get to firing you. We we almost fired you, but we're not going to, probably because we don't want to pay off what's left on your contract, so you're going to come back again next year. But this time we mean it. You have to do better. And, I mean, they haven't. So I, I don't see how this is even a decision. But, again, I understand the... You know the the stuff that's coming out of out of Hallis Hall seems to indicate that there is a chance that Pace gets kicked to one of the other offices in there, which would be very Bearsy, right? I mean, the Bears are much like the White Sox, right? Where if you work for the White Sox or if you work for the Bears, you're locked in, right? You're it's a family business. They value their employees, and this is all. I mean, listen, as an employee, it's fantastic, but in a situation like this where you're looking at who's running your football operations. I mean, nothing against Ryan Pace's hair or manners, but he certainly does not. He his track record speaks for it is what it is. What was it Parcells who said you are what your record is? Is that not was that not him? Yes, yes it was. And Ryan Pace's record sucks. Welcome to welcome to Saturday suckage, Ryan Pace. You're right. You are what your record says you are. But with the Bears, see Matt Nagy said it this week. We're in a results oriented business. He has said that often. Nobody else says it. George George indicates progress was a barometer, whatever he views as progress. Ted is just, he just sweats all over the place. And Ryan Pace hides. And we'll discuss Ryan Pace as a snake later on. But right now, the idea that he could stick around shows you that Matt Nagy, the guy who's going to get fired for a lack of production, a lack of results, is the only guy who understands being in a results-oriented business. Virginia doesn't. She's got the same same son running this. He's, he's what, 20 games under 500 since he took over? And that goes for Ted, too. I mean, you just, you have losers all over the place. You have nobody who's shown that they can win. You have all kinds of, 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 of mistakes of epic proportions. Ryan Pace has failed with football coaches and he, with head coaches and with quarterbacks, the two most important things in the NFL. How does he keep that job? And well, that, I think you, yeah, I mean, you're, you're, you're talking about, and, and I, I don't have to go through the whole history, but you know, you have the, the famous Ditka quote uh, about uh, George Hallis and, you know, throwing around nickels like they were manhole covers or mm-hmm. something, you know, something like that. You have that whole thing where, the Bears were the last team to actually hire a general manager to run their football operations. And I mean, we're talking well into the, I think it was the nineties. Mark Hatley was the, he wasn't exactly the general manager. He was something with player personnel, but he ran the football side of things. And then Jerry Angelo finally was the first GM they ever hired. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're, they're an old school family business. The business happens to be football, but while you look at it kind of reminds me different sports, and obviously I'm not working inside Hallis Hall, but it kind of reminds me of Theo Epstein's comments when he came to the Cubs and walked into the office and basically saw what existed there in baseball operations. And they've done a complete 180 on that since then. It's like, well, wait a second. This isn't modern baseball. This is old time baseball, right? I, I almost feel like, and I have no way of proving this, but I almost feel like that's the Bears also. Don't you? Yes, I do, and, and they're in need of whatever. You know what? I take Theo Epstein running football at this point. For sure. I mean, you had Paul Podesta. You basically had Jonah Hill from Moneyball running the, the Browns. Yes. I mean, he, Theo would have the sense to hire, to know that this isn't his area of expertise, so he needs to hire someone that does know what he's doing. Yeah, and 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 so here's my thought. I, do you know what's going on in Jacksonville tomorrow, for the last game, how the fans are upset with – I see there's going dress to be up as a clowns. protest of some, there we go. <laughs> some kind, yes. So here's my, here's my thought. <laughs> if Monday Matt Nagy gets fired and we have, we have George and Ted come out and talk about how Ryan Pace is going to stick around in whatever position he is, it would be horrible if it were still GM. Then I'm thinking this. And I wonder if it would get covered the way we needed to get covered. If they do that, would fans, I would call them the sane clown posse, show up at 1920 <laughs> Football Drive at Hallis Hall, as close as they could get, in clown face, and write the names of Pace, Phillips, McCaskey, 
and Virginia on their foreheads. You could use the white makeup, right, that clowns have, and then whatever other colors, the yellows, the reds, the blues, the eyes, the cheeks, the mouth. But just make sure that you write in black, whatever, black grease face, whatever that's supposed to be, Pace, Phillips, McCaskey, Virginia. See, don't you think TV would cover that? Do you think Layla's Channel 5 would cover that? Would that get... Would that wouldn't that make for great video? Wouldn't that be? Wouldn't certainly that be certainly the video would 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 circulate because somebody would tweet it and then it would get retweeted from there, right? I mean, it, you almost yeah. don't even need to have a, an actual outlet there. Somebody would do it. We're we're really asking a lot of our suckage ears today. Well, we see, I know we're get... going, and the danger is that nobody will show up in a clown face, <laughs> and we could find out just how little reach we have. But but. That would be something I would run by a TV professional if we had one on staff. Would they cover that? Could it, how high to the top of the show would it go? Because I think it would be great video if Bears fans in protest showed up in clown faces with the names of Pace, Phillips, McCaskey, and Virginia written on their foreheads amid, amid their clown makeup. That would be great. That's my thought. I don't know. All right. So we'll take a break. Um, <clears throat> we've angered people. We will We will come back and, in a rare spasm of talk radio, take some phone calls. <laughs> 312-644-6767. I'm Steve Rosenblum. He's Mike Esposito in for Grody. Grody will be on this show. This is his show. He'll be on this show at 1 o'clock. But next, we'll take your thoughts on the... Four horses' asses of the bear apocalypse as they come riding into into the week. I cannot wait. Chicago Sports Radio, six seventy. The score. We don't have turds on this team. Now the front office—that's a whole other thing. Welcome and welcome back, Steve Rosenblum and Mike Esposito. He's in for Grody, who's supposed to be on this show. He's not on this show, but he will be on this show. Espo's on this show. He used to be on this show. It's our show. Saturday Suckage, Wake and Bake Club. And so we've asked our fellow Suckageers several things today. We've made, and a, and we've heard from the Wake and Bake Club, too. <laughs> 708 Texter, and you can text us three at uh, 312-644-6767. My idea of having Bears fans in protest of Ryan Pace staying show up in clown makeup with the names Pace, Phillips, McCaskey and Virginia written on their foreheads amid their clown makeup. That sounds like a wake and bake club idea. And this comes from an 815 mom whose phone was hacked. Okay. This is what we're doing. All right. Well, people have called us, I guess. And so we'll go to Jordan on line one. Jordan, how are you? Welcome to the score. Um, like the point I thought about was like there's vendors at the game making more money than Olin Cruz would, and they don't even think about it. <laughs> Flat on them, like the thought of like how the shame of like this kept coming out, how it reflects on the bureau's organization. But uh, the, what I was going to say is I'm a Chicago teacher and I'm trying to figure out who's full of more crap. Um, the mayor and the CPS officials. Um, saying the schools are safe when they're requiring a vaccination card to go anywhere in any public gathering in in Chicago. Yet somehow the schools are safe with only 15 percent of the kids being vaccinated and uh, not having to get tested. So or the beers. Well, there does seem to be a tsunami of stupid, Jordan. And thank you for what you do. Thank you for how under the, the trying and dire circumstances which you do it. I just can't. I can't imagine that. Um, Espo, you yeah. got kids? Are they physically in in school? They are. They are physically in school. Um, we get a lot of COVID information, and we actually had uh, in the family in our house here. We had COVID last month. Thankfully, we are. Oh. It was mild. Uh, we are all vaccinated. Uh, the kids uh, are back in school. But yeah, I mean, mm. one of my kids brought it home from wherever. Uh, I would imagine school, but we we all had it, and we have all. Uh, been 
you know, through that. And uh, as I said, we're all vaxxed. I'm boosted. The kids are, you know, as much as they can be. And I also have, from perspective on that, my sister is a CPS teacher. So I have heard all of this and it is complete. You talk about Saturday suckage. That's some some serious stuff going on in the CPS. Yeah, I can't. uh, You can talk to uh, Mel Michaels, who is uh, Lawrence's wife. And mm-hmm. what and and I feel teachers and certainly the hospital workers, every, the frontline workers, extreme frontline workers. that just thank you for what you're doing. I can't imagine that. There's nothing more dire, more threatening. Nothing. I can't imagine. You know, being in a position where it, you could be feel more mentally and emotionally debilitated mm-hmm. than that. Well, and I can. I can tell you from firsthand, you know, remote learning for the kids, especially mine, mine are younger, and I can speak firsthand to this, the remote learning, thinking you're going to be able to Zoom school, no, it just doesn't work. No, I there mean, aren't it, enough it Pop-Tarts to do that, are there? No, and it, I mean, jo- all joking aside, there's no chance. I mean, you to, to, to prop a nine-year-old in front of a laptop and call it school, I mean, come on. It just, it doesn't, it does not work. But right. the in-person stuff, and I get what Jordan was saying. Yeah, I, I totally get it. Right, and right. You, you've got to keep it. Uh, there's got to be some protocols to keep everyone safe. Well, we'll uh, move along. Jim at Beecher discussing the tsunami of stupid that is the Bears front office. Jim, welcome to the hey, show. Uh, I'm glad to have you uh, that you guys are taking my call. Uh, hey, the reason uh, I called was uh, relative to the McCaskies. Uh, let's try to keep in mind, these people never had to work a day in their life. They had generational billions of dollars dropped into their laps. Well, uh, wait, 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 Jim, 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 Jim. They did work. George worked in the ticket office. They did work. They They are on paper. They're wealthy as hell. And as far as liquid and cash flow, not so much. In fact, there's an, there's infight. There has been, there have been stories Four decades mm-hmm. of infighting in the family. Sell this thing because those of us not working for the Bears want our money, and they can't do it for estate planning purposes and, and estate tax purposes, and there's just a massive problem inside there. For And one of them is the perception that they're all rich. They're not. So that's wrong. Well, okay. They do have jobs. Okay. You know, that, that's fine. You, you, can, you got your perception. I've got mine. The point being, if these guys uh, had uh, had to use a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, earning from a thousand bucks to earn billions of dollars, the Bears would have been a powerhouse dynasty for the last thirty years, because they would have been that much smarter, having to develop themselves, and they would have made their football team echo basically uh, their own, uh, you know, mental and business development. Okay, so anyway. That's my take on it. Number two, and I think you're, you're going to hear this here first because of the way the Bears are run. Uh, Justin Fields is in the next year or so will become Mitch Trubisky 2.0. You'll see. We've you already, heard it here yeah. first. Yeah, you know, Joe, we've discussed that, and, and he's shown every signs of being worse. He's Right now he's worse than Trubisky. He's had a worse first year than Trubisky. He's just His numbers are worse than Trubisky. He's been badly coached. And we asked the question, Espo, about, how was it a month ago? When he was coming back, when he first suffered the injury, mm-hmm. he came out of the Pittsburgh game and he looked like that was it, the big breakthrough. Mm-hmm. And then you, the first quarter of the next game, it was back to Matt Nagy making sure that he sucked because Matt Nagy doesn't yeah. know how to coach the player in front of him. And I asked the question, Mark and I discussed this, I think it was Mark and I. Maybe it was you and I. I have Steve Heimer's disease. I can't remember much. But <laughs> but is is the greater danger to Justin Fields opposing football players with while he's playing with broken ribs or Matt Nagy as his coach? Yeah, I mean that's the that's the criticism of Nagy, right? And that's really why he's on his way out the door after Sunday, right? Is that you brought in to fix the offense. You're brought in to coach up the quarterback position. And, you know, four years later, you know, you're still in the same position where your offense is in the bottom, you know, quarter uh, of the NFL in, in every statistical category. 
And your quarterback position is as much of a mess today as it was when you inherited it. It's terrible. And guys, I do want to point out, like I, I just so we don't get too bogged down in Justin Fields' stats for the season, his last five games, there was a lot of improvement. In fact, his last five games, five games cumulatively, five touchdowns, four picks, 210 yards a game, 60% completion percentage. The sack numbers are way down. The fumbles still suck, and that needs to improve. But like he did improve and since like that's the last five games he played in that San Francisco through Minnesota. I'm not saying there hasn't been improvement. But I'm just there saying couldn't like, like possibly have not been improvement. Oh, of course. He would have he would have had to have been Craig Krenzel otherwise, and we know he's not Craig Krenzel. He's he just he is his ball security is horrible. He's the worst in the NFL at that. Between fumbles and interceptions, he's awful. And that's a major problem. You can't you can't be a great quarterback if you can't hold on to the ball. And he's willing to throw downfield. We like that. I like that. That's that shows professional offense. But he's there's trouble there and he very well could because Ryan Pace picked him. He could very well be worse than Mitch Trubisky given Ryan Pace's history of quarterbacks and getting every one of them wrong. Okay. Now we've spent a lot of time talking about this embarrassment of a franchise and the four horses' asses of the bearpocalypse. We are now going to change the subject to the one good team in Chicago currently playing. Woohoo! We are going to talk to Rick Camp. It's lunchtime. One should always talk to Rick Camp at lunchtime. We'll discuss bulls, and we'll discuss an item that may come up to, may crop up with the I'm Fat podcast, of which... Rich is a Rick is a uh, major part, a big part. I guess I should just say big part. Isn't that how we do it? <laughs> <laughs> Rick is a big part of the iPad. Well played, sir. <laughs> I'm Steve Rosenblum. He's Mike Esposito, and we have Io and Bradley Beal. We have a give and take on the whole thing. It was quite a story from last night's win over the Wizards. This is Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.